the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello and welcome to the Situation Report. Glad to have you with us today. This is the show where we give you the information you need to navigate an ever-changing culture. My name is Jeremy Stolnicker here with Chad Robichaux. And uh, glad that you would join us for what is a very important conversation. Uh, Chad, so many institutions that uh, I think growing up we would have said these are untouchable. There are a few institutions, the church, the family, maybe some others, I don't know, that that no one's going to touch, no one's going to mess with those things, and yet we're living through a time where uh, nothing is untouchable. And today we're going to talk about one of these institutions, the American family. It's under attack, and it's uh, a crazy, crazy thing to see. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's 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 in the crosshairs of, uh, of people that want to destroy this country. They know the mechanism to destroy this country is to undermine the family, to target the family, to destroy the family. If they could separate husbands and wives, fathers and mothers from their children, uh, they will succeed at at, uh, just really uh, breaking the foundation of America. I mean, America is built on strong, solid families who understand uh, what our country is, what our country is meant to be. And uh, man, you know, we look at some of the stuff going on right now and you, you know, some of the, you know, some of the things you see, you, it doesn't even make sense. Right. You right. see, uh, you see drag Queens and this isn't a show about saying them, whether they're being a drag Queens right or wrong or, uh, but, but you know, whatever, whatever clothes some dude wants to wear and his own life, that's, that's up to him. But when you march into a library and you sit children on your lap to read them, uh, uh books and tell them stories about how great and fabulous it is to be a drag queen, uh, there's something wrong with that being allowed. Right. Uh, this week in in, uh, in New York City, uh, there's a K- kindergarten through fourth grade had a drag queen guest teacher come in and teach them about uh, about being uh, cross cross dressers and and saying, hey, we have some future drag queens here in our hands. Pa- parents are outraged and they should be outraged. Yeah. I mean, so why is this happening? It's not because uh, of anything other than they're targeting these children to disrupt them from their family, to, to break apart what they're being taught at home from when they're being taught in, uh, in the public education system. We have to fight back. Yeah, we understand that historically, values have been passed down from one generation to another through the family. And so for those that oppose traditional values, and, and we could talk about you know what those are, um, but we talk about patriotism, what it is to be an American. We talk about matters of faith and uh, you know what we care about, even economically. Those values are passed down in the context of the family. So if you want to change the narrative in those areas, uh, the easiest way to do that is to destroy the family. And, and we even understand you know, a lot of research has been done, a lot of data is available to demonstrate that when there is a family, <laughs> a unit where values are being taught in the context of that unit, those children, generally speaking, will be more conservative, on, again, on all of these issues. And so there is a real attack, and it, it's, it's the craziest thing to watch happen, uh, but it's happening in, in front of our eyes. And, and I think one of the encouraging pieces of all of this is to see families and parents finally stand up and say, we're, we're not going to let this happen anymore. And uh, that has been encouraging, but it's, it's a battle we need to fight. And we're seeing the popularity of it 
uh, is what's so dangerous because it's being packaged and sold in a way that seems like you have to really, you have to really like, is this right? Is this wrong? Yeah, when you right. think like critical race theory, well, I'm not a racist. I don't want to be a racist. So, exactly. Yes. So, uh, you know, I mean, you and I, we both hate racism. And so why wouldn't we stand with the critical race theory? Because well, it, by its nature, you know, we'll talk about this some today, but you know, it, it's, it's racist by nature. And, uh, and basically what they're doing in this is telling, telling these children, hey, we're, we're teaching you is right. What you learned from your family is wrong. Uh, the way you were brought up is wrong. So let us teach you the right way. Yeah. And even big movements like organizations like, like Black Lives Matter. I mean, I think any rational person would look at the, the name BLM, Black Lives Matter, and say, of course, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, Matter's exactly. Right. Yes. But then when you look at the organization and right. what it, what the organization says, you just go on the website, read its mission statement. It's, it says it's directly targeting and, and, and its mission, its primary mission is to disrupt and destroy the nuclear family. That's right. That's the, the American family. And, uh, you know, that's husband, wife, and, and, and children's in their home. Uh, that's the mission of it. Yeah. And so there's a direct attack on this. Again, it's being packaged and sold in a way that people is, are, are attracted to it. And they seem like, well, of course I'd want to support that. But look at we have to encourage every American to look into what these movements yeah. are, understand what they're trying to do, and why they're why they're pushing these agendas. Right. And one of the things that uh, you and I say on so many issues is it's it's one thing to point out the problem. <laughs> it's easy to point out the problem, uh, but there has to be a solution that is actionable, something that we can do. And this can be a hopeless thing until you realize there are people who are standing up. There are even organizations who are providing every resource you need to fight. And thankfully, we have a guest on today that's going to help us understand some of that. Terry Schilling is with us today. Terry is the president of the American Principles Project. As we live through a moment in our American culture where so many institutions, institutions that we have long held on to as important and valuable and helpful, are being attacked by those we never thought would attack them, uh, we look to the American family. And this is an institution that has carried us forward for generations, and yet it is under attack seemingly from just about every place possible. It is crazy, and we need to understand why the family is important and how to fight for it. Thankfully, we have a great guest on with us today. Terry Schilling is with us, and uh, Terry is the president of the American Principles Project, where they focus primarily on fighting for the American family. He's been involved in conservative politics for a number of years, but probably most importantly, he has a husband and the father of five. Terry, thank you so much for joining us. Really, really excited to have you on with us today. Hey, thanks so much for having me, and I, uh, I'm, I'm excited. This is, I think, my first time with you guys, so I think we'll have a fun conversation. That's awesome. Um, man, we want to jump into this because it's such an important conversation, but before we do, uh, maybe talk to us a little bit about the American uh, Principles Project, w what you do, how you do it, and how you specifically got involved in it. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, look, the whole thing that drives us is the American family. Uh, you know, it's never been harder to get married, have kids, and protect our kids when it comes to their education and their innocence. And so what we wanted to do, is, we believe that politics is an underappreciated part of our culture. A lot of people mm -hmm. will say that politics is downstream from culture. We reject that. We think it's part of culture, and we think that when you change the law, you change culture. So we use politics and we want to organize families in politics to protect their families and specifically protect their kids' education and their innocence. So just, you know, this past week, we launched what we're calling the Big Family. Mm -hmm. It's an NRA-style membership organization. 
organizing families in politics to take back the school boards, take back the state legislatures, and take back Congress and the presidency eventually uh, in order to prioritize our families and get rid of all of this nonsense in our schools like critical race theory, 1619, the transgender and sex stuff that's all crazy and all that. We just want to prioritize the American family and put that at the heart of all of our prior, uh, public policy. Uh, when it comes to uh, legislation and everything. So that, that that's what we do. And it's I'm really excited. We're off to a great start. How did you get involved in that? Well, you know, uh, frankly, I'm, I'm the oldest of 10 kids myself. Uh, so I, you know, I grew up uh, in a very large family. Uh, um, and the, the family was always just like a driving force for me. My dad actually came to me in 2009 after Obama got elected and he asked me to run his congressional race. Uh, he said, you know, I, I've never been in politics. You're the only guy I know that has. So I want you to run my campaign and I owed him one. It was a D plus three district. It had been Democrat for about 30 years. Uh, so I was a little bit overwhelmed, but um, you know, I thought, how am I going to file these FEC reports when it comes to finances? How am I going to get them on the ballot? It was just daunting to me. Uh, but as I went through the process, I realized it was very easy uh, and very simple and straightforward. Um, and, you know, so I, as I go through this, it, you know, I think families experience the same thing that I was. They, they look at the system. They see the billions of dollars that are raised for these elections. They see the scandals and all that. And they just think, oh, I can't possibly fathom getting involved in this. Well, look, my dad and I teamed up. We ran a very simple operation. We won by 10 points in a district that Democrats have held for about 30 years. Uh, if we could do it, if we could figure it out most american families and parents can figure it out too and so what we want to do is want to train them get them involved um but you know i've always loved politics ever since i was a little kid i was one of the original rush limbaugh babies you know right. <laughs> um and uh he really got me started in politics my my grandmother uh really taught me how bad bill clinton was <laughs> and and the importance of really you know saving babies that was my primary motive look when i first got involved in politics I, you know, as a young kid, I wanted to save babies, lower taxes. And, and as a little kid, you know, I wanted to have a machine gun. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, but, you know, the threats to the family are just so ridiculous now that, right. with this critical race theory stuff and the transgender stuff. So, that, you know, that that's really how I got started in all of this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love hearing you talk about, you know, the American Principles Project and how you're, you're really taking an offensive role. And I think the reason our country is where it is today is because people have sat back passively, good right. people, good families, people who have a good conservative principles, the church, the Christ, uh, those who uh, would agree with us and be uh, consider themselves Christians like, like uh, I think the three of us do. I mean, um, it just really just hadn't went along with this stuff, but just have been passive about it. And so what you're talking about is being more intentional, you know, the best – the best defense is a good offense. And, uh, and I think what people have to realize is that the American family is in fact under, under attack and we have to take a stance against it. So uh, you, you've stated that family is the most important thing, uh, most important institution. I, I agree with you. I believe it is. Uh, what, what do you mean by that though? What do you mean by the American family is the most important institution in our country? Well, at its base, right? It's where new life comes from. You know, uh, new life comes from families, uh, a, a mother and a father coming together, making new human life, and then raising that child in a loving home, providing it the resources, giving it the education and experience, basically training it. And we've done a lot of research into how family structure impacts voting behavior and ideology. Hmm. And I know you guys won't be shocked, but maybe some of your listeners will. 
the the incredible thing here is is that the americans you know that like the people that revere the constitution that respect the founders that understand the principles of limited government religious freedom and, and what this country was founded as they come from you know married families uh and and, and even divorced families divorced families are kind of like split down the middle they they go either you know one way or the other depending on where the the momentum is politically but where we're getting destroyed is in these households of never married people and um, mm -hmm. um, cohabitating people. And, um, you know, it's just so, the family is so important. It's the first political institution. It's where, you know, future citizens are not only created, it's where they're formed. And so when you have dysfunction in the family, when you have dysfunction at the, at the beginning of new human life, at the beginning of the creation of your new citizens, you're going to have dysfunction down the road uh, with your citizens in your country. And they're going to be confused. You know, these kids that are raised in cohabitating households or, or never married households, they grow up usually with a dependence on government. Uh, they grow up in a household with non-traditional values. Uh, they, they've been given the, the short end of the stick. And a lot of them you know, end up coming to the realization later on in their life and they think that the, the game is rigged and it's just because they, they, they've been denied a mother or a father or, you know, the, the, the proper things that they all deserve. So that, you know, at the very basic minimum, the family determines the future citizens that a country has. And so when there's dysfunction in the family, uh, through the floor, the birth rates through the floor, uh, you're setting yourself up for a disaster down the road. I wanted to take a minute to let our audience know about the work that we do through an incredible veterans nonprofit called the Mighty Oaks Foundation. Many of our nation's warriors struggle with the hardships of military service and reintegration back into civilian life. Often they leave broken homes in their aftermath and comprise one of the most at-risk groups for suicide, with over 20 veterans who take their lives every single day. Mighty Oaks tackles this critical issue with our faith-based peer-to-peer resiliency and recovery programs offered at no cost to our honored servicemen and women at beautiful ranches across the United States. Mighty Oaks has one of the highest success rates of any program available anywhere. Visit MightyOaksPrograms.org to learn more about how you can make a direct impact in the lives of our servicemen and women to help them find a new life purpose through hope in Christ. Again, that's MightyOaksPrograms.org. Witnessing the transformation that these men and women go through is absolutely incredible. There are no words to describe seeing warriors restored to the lives they were created to live, changing their legacies for eternity. Your support is needed now more than ever and will ensure that our programs are here for our warriors who are in desperate need. Again, the website is mightyoaksprograms.org. Terry, a lot of people would look at what you and I see, so we don't all see things the same way. You and I would see a lot of these things as an attack on the family. And yet, many people in our culture would say, well, it's not an attack on the family, what you're seeing. What you're actually seeing is a shift in culture, a shift in an understanding of what is right and what is wrong, that maybe we're evolving. And, and it's the same line we see with you know, gender issues and all these other issues. Well, we're just evolving as a society. We're evolving as a culture. And yet, you and I would see a lot of these things as an attack with nefarious uh, goals and agendas against the family. Um, a lot of people would, would say that's not the case. What are some recent examples? I know you're very involved in this, uh, kind of what's happening right now. What are some recent examples that would demonstrate that there is an actual attempt being made to undermine, at the very least, um, or destroy the family in America? <clears throat> that's a great question, actually. Um, 
I think the most obvious and most recent case is what we're seeing with this critical race theory stuff. And, you know, I I think a lot of our listeners and all of our people will think like, oh, you know, what is critical race theory? And, And, you know, when you tell them, well, the critical race theory is, you know, they're teaching our kids that the content of their character is determined by the color of their skin. Right. And that, you know, it divides all of us into, you know, two classes, basically. Either you're an oppressor or you're a victim. And, you know, the oppressors are the white, Christian, uh, heteronormative, whatever. You know, they, they come up with all these terms that are just ridiculous, quite frankly. Um, and so they're teaching these little kids, you know, from kindergarten all the way up. Well, you're an oppressor because you're white. You're you are inherently racist. Nothing you can do to change it. The only thing you can do is be a responsible person and raise your white. And is telling other people you know you know little uh, you know african-american kids little hispanic kids like all these other people that they're victims that they are in a system that they cannot overcome that they are destined for failure that they cannot breach the challenges uh that are coming towards them because the system that they're in is just so dominated by oppressors it's absolutely toxic it is a self-fulfilling prophecy it hurts everyone it doesn't just hurt white kids it, it actually i think it hurts you know the the minority is yeah. even worse and, and the people that they perceive as victims um i think that's the most you know obvious example and you know but they're teaching our kids that their parents are evil that their parents are racist, that their parent, that their grandparents, you know, that they, yeah. you know, we have a lot of grandparents that served in World War II. They're telling them that they are racist and that they are oppressors. It's really, really bad. Uh, and and it's causing a lot of damage to our, our kids. It's dividing them against their parents and their grandparents who have sacrificed and dedicated their entire lives to them. I think that's the most obvious and always under attack most recently. Yeah, yeah. I'm right there with you. I think I believe critical race theory is probably one of the most dangerous things in our country right now, and it's and, and frankly, I believe it's one of the most racist things I've ever heard when you try to understand it. <laughs> right. It's uh, you know being prepared by people who are racist uh, by nature of it. It's segregating people in the groups based on the color of their skin, and uh, there's nothing more racist than that. Um, hey, one one of the challenges that, that I believe uh, families who would agree with what we're saying today uh, face. You know, as they look at the importance of family, is you know good quality families, people who are being the you know the the dads they're supposed to be, people who are being the moms they're supposed to be, because life is so hard in this generation. They're busy. They're so busy trying to just take care of their homes, put food on the table, uh, pay for five dollars a gallon of gas. You know, they're busy. <laughs> so how do they get engaged in this when we need to be uh, offensive about this? I mean. I, I, I watched some of this stuff going on in schools. I was just watching New York. Uh, what was it? Uh, in, in New York City, they had the uh, drag queen uh, come in and teach kindergarten through fourth graders about being a drag queen. And, and I'm thinking, at first, my first thought was that what parents would allow their kids to see this? And then my other thought was many parents are out working and don't even know their kids are seeing this. And they're just busy trying to be good parents. And so how did busy parents who are doing trying to do the right thing uh, be part of this fight, get engaged. How could they be involved in yeah. in this with all the business of life? 
Well, I, Chad, that's that's also a, a, an excellent question. So here's the thing. Um, one, I, I think that most parents are just kind of, it's not, I mean, look, it is very difficult. And, and I, I can personally attest to that. You know, I'm flying all across the country, meeting with people, holding you know, events and speaking and all of this, uh, you know, I'm working on, you know, there's two things here that I would divide into. There's the things you do as a parent, you know, in your role as a parent. And then there's the things you do as a citizen um, to protect your family. And the things you do as a parent to protect your family is, you know, what I recommend just as a father of five <laughs> is, uh, you know, spend a lot of time with your kids and not just time with all of your kids. You know, I think a lot of times we group them up together and we do family road trips together and count that as spending time with the family. You really need to spend one-on-one -on -one time with your kids. You need to talk with them about the things that are going on. You know, and it doesn't need to be anything too crazy. You know, I I try and do one little trip to the store with one of my kids, and that gives them you know one-on-one -on -one time with me where they can open up. I'll talk to them about things that I'm struggling with, and you know, kind of try and you know po poke them until they get get you know feel comfortable sharing with me. And here's the thing: what I found is they open up to you about a lot of things. If you just make that little special time with them and it can be 10 minutes, it can be an hour, it, you know, it doesn't matter. Just They just need to feel loved and you yeah. need to know what's going on and what they're, they'll open up to you. They'll tell you what's going on in their schools and what they're learning about. It just, you know, I, I had this conversation with my uh, nine-year-old daughter, Reagan, um, a few years ago. She started, she was doing a whole space seminar in her classroom and she said, dad, do you know who Mae Jemison is? And I said, no, I, I've never heard of her before. She said, who is that? And uh, she said, oh, she was the first African-American woman in space. I said, oh my goodness, that's incredible. I didn't know, I had no clue. And she told me the year and the, the shuttle she was on. It's like, this is incredible. I said, well, well, do you know who Neil Armstrong is? And she said, I have no clue. Wow. And I said, sit down we're gonna we're gonna watch <laughs> apollo 11. are you yeah we're, we're gonna watch this and we're gonna see you know you're gonna see about the first guy who yeah. actually stepped foot on the moon and so it's like you know little examples like that you know they'll open up to you they're gonna tell you what they're learning in schools but that's just like a little bit um so that's that's what you can do as a parent but as a citizen you've just got this is what app is doing with this big family initiative that we launched this nra style membership we're documenting all of the local elections from the school board all the way to the presidency. We're gonna make sure that you know when your elections are, who the bad guys are that need to get thrown out of office and make your lives that much tough to make ends meet. And it's tough enough to get that little alone time with your kids and spend the quality time with them. So we're gonna make your life a lot easier by making sure that you don't need to go and look up when your elections are. We're gonna text message you a week before the election. We're gonna text message you the day of the election to make sure you get out and vote. You know, these school board races, they take them over those teachers unions and it's because there's only like five percent turnout in a lot of these places it's it's embarrassing but we can turn this around very quickly if we just get these parents involved. Jer jeremy and i have said this before everyone everyone focuses on the presidential race and who the president of the united states is going to be but i we i think some of the most important elections are at the level of the school board agreed uh because it shapes the future of who are the, who the vote who's who's the voting base is going to be for the those future presidential elections. The other thing is, you're exactly right. The the local elections, your local officials can actually be a very effective bulwark administration. Like 
you have a a strong conservative pro-American sheriff in your town and a pro-America school board, you're yeah. not going to have a lot of the problems uh, that the federal government is trying to push on you. That's a very good point. Another great conversation. But before we continue, I wanted to introduce you to one of our sponsors. Great to have them on board with us. This is the MuttVet family. MuttVet, they are the very first crypto token for veterans by veterans. Uh, MUTT, M-U-T-T, that is the Marines United Tufel token. If you're not familiar with Tufel, it's Tufel Hunden. That is the devil dogs. It goes all the way back to World War I. Marines understand that if you're a Marine listening, you get it. And this is a token for veterans by veterans. If you've not yet looked at blockchain technology and cryptocurrency, you need to. If you listen to this show, we've had conversations about this in the past. This is not financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor, nor would I encourage you to do something just because I tell you to. <laughs> but if you haven't looked at it, uh, certainly this is a conversation taking place globally and you need to take a look. And this is a good place to focus. If you are interested, uh, I would certainly encourage you to go and check out MuttVet. For those that own this and participate, the MuttVet family may occasionally reward its holders with airdrops, new holder referral bonuses, as well as donation incentives. Uh, there are so many places that you can get involved in cryptocurrency, and I would encourage you to take a look at MuttVet, www.muttvet.com. You, you started off by saying that, uh, you know, people have long said that politics is downstream of culture, and that's something that I have, you know, I've long believed. And, you know, as a Christian, I believe that uh, we can influence culture best <laughs> by communicating truth, and as individuals and then families uh, accept that truth, it will impact Politics, uh, but you're you're not wrong because this is flipped on its head, and now we have political activism like we've never seen before, and um, so now culture is being changed. It's being shifted, you know, by school boards, by uh, local politicians, by these institutions that are being put in place that are teaching our kids that will change culture. Um, it's it's a very confusing time and and very difficult to understand. Um, you don't have a crystal ball, but but if you did, uh, where are we as a nation going? Where do we go from here? What what is the trajectory that we're on? And um, you've already alluded to this, of course, and talked to this. But how do we end up in the place that we want to be instead of just where politicians uh, will take us? That's a that's a big, big, big question. <laughs> uh, so look, I think we're at uh, an inflection point in American history. Uh, you know, I, I, I really do. I think America is either going to continue to go down this path where, you know, the woke left, and this is different than the liberal left, right? This woke leftism is absolutely oppressive. It's, um, it's, um, uh, it, it's, it forces people into this stuff and it forces them to believe different things. So we're either going to continue to go down that road um, and, you know, families and conservatives are just going to give up. And, I, and look, I, I think that a lot of people blame the Democrats and that's really easy because they're the obviously, you know, they're the evil party. They're pushing an hmm. evil agenda. But in a lot of ways, I blame the Republicans because of how lukewarm they've been. Right. You know, they, you have to be hot or cold. You have to pick a side and you have to fight passionately for what you actually believe in. And I think that Republicans have just failed to deliver on so many public policy promises, especially as it relates to our families. And so, you know, when you ask, for, when you when you tell voters, like an independent voter, or even Republican voters, this is the Democrats' agenda. 
you can't vote for them. You have to vote for the Republicans. A lot of times they, they just think, well, the Republicans don't ever fight. The Republicans don't ever win. They don't ever deliver. So like, I think we're just done. We have to change the Republican Party. And the yeah. only way you can do that is by getting these parents involved and engaged. And the most beautiful thing has been happening over the past few weeks. And that is these viral videos that are coming <laughs> out of these parents showing up at school board meetings and reaming the school board officials right. for the offensive things that they are putting in the classroom. Yeah. You know, it's it's the most beautiful, most pro-America right. thing. This is These are the people that our founding fathers were counting on. Like when they say, we've been the people to hold our like, officials in this is who they're talking about. Yeah. These, these people who love their kids, who love your kids, your loving is the future of your country. Um, you know, I, I think that these are the people our fathers were counting on. And I'm very optimistic today. And I said that, and I closed it with this. I said that woke is the perfect term for the new left wing movement because they have awakened the most powerful of all sleeping giants. And that's the American family. Wow. And these parents, and they're, they're, they're from all different persuasions. They're from all different political parties. They're from right. all different races and backgrounds, creeds. They're showing up at these school board meetings, and they are outraged. And we need to keep this going. And that's way early. Like, we weren't supposed to launch it until just before, um, you know, September. Uh, but we launched it early because of what was going on with the schools and just how obviously um, offensive it was. So we wanted to get these parents engaged and keep it, keep the momentum going on this. Yeah. Because that's what's going to turn things around. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, Terry, where can people uh, learn more about you and the organization and, you know, some of these steps that you outlined? Where do you want people to follow you? Um, so it's actually very easy. It's www.savethefamily.app. We're going to get you signed up and engaged. We're going to put you to work. Yeah, awesome. Terry, thank you so much. Uh, I'm sure we'll have you on again. Appreciate the work that you're doing, and uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks so much, guys, for having me. I really appreciate uh, coming on. Appreciate the conversation with Terry and uh, the good work of the American Principles Project. Such important work and uh, something we need to get behind. We need to value the family. A lot was said in this conversation, of course, but I want to give you today's situation report. First of all, we need to understand, <laughs> I emphasize, we need to understand just how important the family is. And we can talk about the construct of the family and mothers and fathers and what it is to be a single parent versus a two parent home, all of those things, we, uh, bigger conversations. But we have to understand foundationally that the family is the place where values are handed from one generation to the next. Uh, that's the place where children learn how to think and understand uh, what it is to operate in society and culture at large. And so it is then something that we also need to understand that institution would be under attack. First of all, the family is very important. That leads us to the second thing. Is there an attack? Yes, there is. Why is there an attack on the American family? Because if the left 
those who are left not just politically, but those who are left socially, those who would say that these institutions of church and family, that the economy should be something other than conservative, those who would be on that side of the equation understand that if they can take apart the American family, they can then impose their own values on these children that are looking for direction. The family is important. It is the central institution in our American system, and it is indeed under attack very directly under attack. So what is the answer? And uh, Terry talked about this. I think there are a lot of things that we can do as parents. He spent some time dealing with that. As parents, we need to teach our kids and spend time with our kids. Uh, But more broadly in culture and in America, we need to understand there is a political solution. Uh, We like to say that politics is downstream of culture, that our politicians reflect our culture. But now politicians are actively shaping culture. And so we need to stand up, we need to get involved, we need to get behind organizations like the American Principles Project who are sorting through all of this and providing the information we need to make right decisions. Uh, This is a difficult time. This is a time that we are uh, required (laughs) to stand up and do something, but it's not hopeless. We need to move forward together, and we certainly can. That is today's Situation Report. Again, such a valuable conversation. I'm sure we'll have Terry on again to uh, talk about some of these issues and others uh, even further in the days ahead. Thank you for being with us. Hope that was a help to you. Let us know if we can do anything for you. We'll talk to you next time. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.